get uh, into another track here while I look for something. <laughs> Let me just tide you over with this for a sec. Uh, where were we? And there are diseases in which you vaccinate someone, they get infected with what you're trying to protect them with, and you actually enhance the infection. You can get a good feel for that in animal models. So that's going to be interspersed at the same time that we're testing. We're going to try and make sure we don't have enhancement. It's the worst possible thing you could do is vaccinate somebody to prevent infection and actually make them worse. And that's what all the scientists say has happened, but now he doesn't want to discuss are, are uh, folks tracking this? There you go. So, a little something I heard that uh, I thought you should have a some knowledge of that. Greetings in the name of the Most High. Uh, he says the worst thing you can do is have this um, enhancement infection. Um, this um, enhancement that comes from these types of vaccines, the um, especially the mRNA, which are not, not very accurate. They're about, I think, around 35 to 40% accurate in terms of uh, creating antibody to think that will actually uh, go after, uh, you know, COVID-19 or, or in some variants. But it's like every vaccine they've ever tried to do against flu and coronaviruses and things. It loses efficacy to the point of being ridiculous, you know. So the so the vaccine idea in this case is just a placebo, really. Um, except for one thing, that this um, the death rates are now getting to be higher for the vaccinated, for the jabbed. The jabbed are actually dying at a higher rate than, than COVID ever was. And yet they insist it's the opposite. And a lot of that has to do with mind control and hypnosis. That, you know, if you pressure people or groups of people um, that let's say someone joins the group and they don't know what you're doing and they, they understand you're promoting a lie. Eventually they will promote the lie too, or they'll be kicked out of the group. So to be part of the group, they will start lying. This happens. This is a very common thing and they know this in terms of propaganda. So you see, this is like another thing they do. They get talking heads on television which most of them are halfwits and mindless dupes anyway, because they, they're, they're as intelligent as their scripts are, right? They read from, from, uh, they read from scripts. They don't, they don't just talk. So, you know, they're, they're there saying that the unvaccinated are a danger to the vaccinated. Therefore, every, now everyone has to have it. And one size fits all, everyone has to have it, which takes into account these are, you know, these corporations that are, you know, requiring this are, are stone-cold murderers because... Um, you know, they know that if it's a one-size-fits-all, if they give it to everybody, the people with health conditions that would not survive an mRNA, uh, DNA uh, gene therapy shot, and now they want you to get three, or coming up pretty soon, they want, there'll be a third shot. They know that there's a certain percentage that won't survive, but they don't care. They know that the percentage of the dying is higher than COVID, but they don't care. Because they also know that the people going to get the jabs have been hypnotized, have been pulled to sleep, put to sleep, are useless anyway. And they don't care if they die either. Because in their actuarial tables, they're set to replace all of them in three years. 
Uh, we hear about the oil industry. They're set to replace all the oil workers because they know that they're going to be all required to have vaccines. So that means within, you know, three years, maybe a little more. And up to that point, there will be a replacement of personnel, of human resources. That's just the land you're in. And there is no, the other thing that people make mistakes is they think there's some kind of way to um, talk sense to people. No, there isn't. Once they're hypnotized and under mind control, you can make your point over and over and over again. Uh, and and over and over again, how, how, uh, how um, you know, the facts are on your side. And the, here's the, for example, here's a hospital in Sydney, Australia, Okay, out of 141 cases, there's 140 that have taken the second jab who are now in the hospital and who are dying. Okay, and the other guy, whatever, is a guy in a hospital. Okay, so you take statistics like that from all over the world. I mean, whether Los Angeles, Sydney, Australia, New York, you know, France, whatever, any, any of these places. And you're starting to see a pattern with the statistics and they're not hiding the statistics because they know the ones that they've hypnotized through the propaganda and the television and the, you know, the whole general culture, uh, they know there's not going to be a problem with them. And there's not going to be a problem with them because of the fact that uh, uh, you know, they're, they're not going to wake up. We know this. They're going to keep touting the line. Look, another great example of hypnosis, mind control, and... Uh, and psyoping the public, okay, was 9-11. Whenever anyone would go on to something like Fox News, which is a huge wolf in sheep's clothing. I mean, I hope you know that. But people that would go on to something like Fox News and they would say, well, you know, when, when uh, the buildings were triggered, you know, uh, they would be shushed by the staff that is completely under hypnosis and mind control. Whether it be Brian Kilimede, a perfect guy, completely under mind control. Steve Ducey, completely under mind control. The girl, I forget the girl of the morning. Uh, what's her name? The Goyle. The Goyle. Who is the Goyle in the morning? You know, you know, Ainsley, right? Is that her? No. Who is it, Trish? No, well, we don't. Thanks. That really helps. Okay, so the girl, too. Okay, so they all say the same thing. And uh, they, they're, they're now saying, well, we accept the election results. So if anyone comes on to Fox News with something different, it, unless it's Tucker Carlson that has his own show and his own opinion, <clears throat> they, uh, they say that, well, we officially support the official outcome of the election. And it hasn't been proven that the election was tampered with. Okay, so number one PSYOP. Then the COVID PSYOP, the same thing. COVID is a uh, very dangerous, it's killed. The guy yesterday on Fox News said that um, the COVID has killed 400,000 people. That, that was his, now that's that's a figure completely out of Mind Control Central. Where did he pull that out of his ass? Because that's, you know, what what is that? He had, he had 400,000. Well, 400,000 is when they quit counting, Remember? 
because they knew it was going to get so high that it would be ridiculous and the people wouldn't believe it. So they cut it off and they never mentioned it again. So he remembered. Yes, he remembered 400,000. Okay, so he said 400,000 died from COVID. I mean, you know, it's really bad. Said it with a straight face. He really believes that. He's a complete, uh, you know, what I would just call a mind control wreck. A complete wreck. A complete car wreck. Completely 100% um, liar, okay? Uh, If you look at this, he could obviously go do the research, look at the stats from Johns Hopkins, and you can see that the excess deaths are no different than they were the last few years. Okay, so you see, and so whenever you hear someone go 400,000, they're confused because they, they don't understand why that number was cut off because logically, that number should have kept going up to a million, shouldn't it have? Oh, yeah, but see, they had to cut it off. Mysteriously, huh? Remember? Mysteriously, it was cut off. They just didn't talk about it anymore across the board. Why? Because they saw that it was becoming absurd. Arithmetically, arithmetically absurd. Okay? And now we're starting to have figures that the vaccines are killing worldwide. They're killing more than COVID ever did. And that number is going to double in the next six months. Double the amount of deaths from the, from the jabs than ever were with COVID. And if you tell them this, they will not believe you. They will say you're a... Some sort of white supremacist or or a right-wing wacko or conspiracy theorist, they will discredit you. The Young Turks, another invalid, completely mind-controlled, lying, psyop organization, and they may be perpetrators as well, okay? This is how people are gaslit, folks. This is, you know, those of you who have been, you know, victims of gang-stalking, targeted individuals, and and all that, which is a very real topic, you know, you 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 understand all this. You understand gaslighting. You understand the the way this works. But now you're seeing it on a massive scale. Okay, massive. And of course, it's tied also to game theory, which uh, a, a friend alerted me to, and then I started researching it, and I realized. Aha, here's the whole idea of controlling the masses. This is what they're really after. And then I start reading about molecular game theory, and now we have the jabs. I'm like, yep, hive mind AI molecular game theory with gene therapy. Hello. The whole point of the nanotechnology, the digital technology being injected into your uh, cellular uh, genetic system, which changes you, that whole process has its conclusion in attaching the human to AI. The whole point. That's the whole point. And so using the, um, you know, the other thing is it's a depopulation, you know, bioweapon that's going to kill... I don't know how many people ultimately, what, 10 or 15%, isn't that what Gates said? He wanted to kill 10 to 15% through vaccines. So that's probably the target. I'm sure they know what they're doing. Uh, Okay, so you have a real problem. I mean, here is the leaders of the world 
able to pull the rug out from under any uh, country's constitution, override all laws everywhere and all people, all legislatures everywhere, globally. A few rich guys have the power to do that. And then they have the power to force you to take a vaccine. They have the power to lock down Australian martial law. They have the power to do all this stuff. Okay, a few guys, Bill Gates being one of them, he, he has the power to lock Australia down with his word. He has the power to force people to have jabs. The only reason they don't force it at gunpoint is because the only way they can get what they really want. <laughs> See, this is what most talk show people miss. Here comes the caviar. The only way they can really get what they want is they need your consent to a certain degree. They can't just manufacture consent. So they need your consent to really go all the way because otherwise they come up empty, empty-handed. If they don't have your soul, they have nothing. Look how many people, right? Because that's the key to consciousness. That's the key to creating the universe or universes they want. That's the key to solving the quantum riddle, the soul, period. Now, there's your nexus point, okay? There's your nexus to all reality right there, okay? You know, with the amount of money they're spending and all the you know the the fact that our governments have all been overrun but we don't we don't react to do anything we let gates lock us down fauci lock, we we don't do anything that's called stockholm syndrome or learned helplessness people are cowards that's why i don't you know i don't take people seriously very few people do i actually respect and that's because you know this is the test and many, many people are failing the test. because They say, well, why did you do that? I took the jab because I'm afraid, they say. Yes, you're a coward. It's okay. Just don't do it again. You know, it's okay to, to choke in a moment. You know what I mean? It's, all of us are scared. We don't want to die. But now that you see that, let's, let's buck up, huh? You know, the coward, the, 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 the hero dies but once. The coward dies a thousand deaths. Now let your death be one death, not a thousand deaths. Not death by a thousand cuts either. That's a coward's death. Right? Through cowardice, we build up all our food resources and all this stuff, and we're the enemies out there, and we're just scared to death living in our hovel in our bunker, right? Scared to death. If you're going to live in your bunker scared to death... You might as well not be a prepper then. If, if, if prepping is going to make you frightened or more frightened and paranoid, then you shouldn't do it because that wrecks your soul. Paranoia ruins the human soul. Right? Because it blocks who you are. Whenever you see fear creeping in like that, you know, that's your number one thing to fight. So not fighting them out there so much, but your own fear. You got to beat that back. God did not give us a spirit of fear. You know, we fear no man. 
the Bible says. God did not give us a spirit of fear. He who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. Okay? So when you start acting out of fear, Jesus, Sermon on the Mount, you know, these didn't, you know, these are arrayed better than Solomon and they didn't worry one bit. They didn't, did they store up in barns? The birds, the, the lilies of the field, did they store up? Did they do any of this stuff? No, they were just out there living and God took care of them. So likewise, how much more would he take care of you, the beloved, fearfully and wonderfully made human in the image and likeness of God, ultimately? I mean, at the spiritual level, even though in a fallen condition now. But in, in a glorified condition, in the potentiated condition, you know, a basically a, uh, a, a, a quantum, I would say a quantum being uh, that is capable of anything, of everything. And certainly not under the, under the curse of, of death. And that's what they want. They don't want the curse of death, but they don't want to give it up to God to get there. They want to do it themselves. So we understand, but you see, the point of Klaus Schwab, the Great Reset, the, the stupid idiot governor of New Mexico, you know, this is how stupid New Mexicans are. I mean, you know, not all New Mexicans, but, you know, not friends here I have, but I mean, you know, in general, especially those that live up here in... Uh, you know, Albuquerque, you know, up in here, you know, Santa Fe, Taos, you know, these kind of, you know, they're, they're virtue signaling how good they are with their mass, how obedient they can be. And they're just such incredible hypocrites. It's hard for me not to just laugh my ass off. They look at me when I don't wear a mask. I'm like, you're wearing a mask outside while riding your bike? I mean, that's completely pathetic, of course. Totally pathetic. Beyond pathetic. But I... But they love the governor, and she just, uh, you know, basically confiscated 30% more land of New Mexico to give to her New World Order buddies, of course, to give because that's the plan. Uh, read Agenda 2030. No one around here will read it. And the whole idea is to rewild the Southwest. I mean, that's one of their goals. To do that, they have to confiscate the land. It's supposed to be our land. And it, it, you know, but she's now confiscated it under conserva to conserve it for future generations. No, she's not. She's giving it to her friends. They want it from her. That's what they want. That I don't know what she's getting in exchange to that, but that's what she's done. She's moved that land off to the side so no one can do anything with it. So it's just sitting there for them to take over when that time comes of total genocide and moving whoever's left into compact cities and then getting them off the land. They want to move everybody out of rural America, everybody. They're at war with rural America. These are demons, you know, Pelosi and such are demons. And uh, they want to have, you know, from, from what I understand, they're, they're trying to get the... Uh, Phone records of Alex Jones and 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 Jack Basebic and other people, you know, to 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 you know, and and also they're having a big brouhaha about the January sixth, which they're never going to let go. There's no, you know, in history books they'll, they'll probably show it as a bloody insurrection. There was no nobody died except for people that are uh, you know patriotic. Uh, the 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 I mean, no one died uh, except you know couple of natural, there was one suicide from a cop 
one natural causes from a heart attack cop. Uh, and then four, uh, from what I understand, four, four people there at the rally. Uh, one who got shot in cold blood, Ashley Babbitt, and then a couple others. Anyway, they, the, the point is, is that, that there was no real violence. There was no, nothing like the writing. In other words, incredible hypocrisy, ridiculous evil. And you couldn't be that boldly hypocritical unless this entire thing was a simulation, a game. Now, I see a world where these people are either run off or hanged. But, you know, definitely there's something coming, something big, something, I hope, cosmic that will knock these people uh, to their eternal deaths. Because I don't want to see them anymore. I don't want to hear them. I don't want to see them. I have no time for them. Because once you've actually gone that far, as they have, the media and the government and the governments of the world in, in aligning with, like, Bill Gates and locking their population, once you get to that level of evil, there's no stopping them from just shooting masses of people. That's next. You know, jitting up some story and then shooting them all. And even then, they won't. The appetite for death will still not be satiated. Till they get, till they get to kill like they're they're excited. They get to kill like seven billion people for free. Because they figure you're not going to ever say anything. When they come to your door, you're going to get on your knees and you're going to let them cut your throat, right? Is that what you're going to do? Even your kids would at least. (laughs) take up a hiding place somewhere, you know, at least get a couple of rounds off before they get whacked. But anyway, it's a, it's a sad, 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 sad day for cowards because the cowards have all been outed. All the cowards are out on display. And unfortunately, most of the cowards are the victims of this psyop. And they're cowards because they keep, you know, I look at these people like, you know, people in the, uh, in the, you know, the, I've, you know, a member of this, uh, I had to quit the, uh, I was like a member of the screenwriting group, you know, on, online. I thought that'd be cool. And, and all it is is an excuse for, you know, wokeism. And they're so fucking stupid. I mean, it's just, you know, like, they, is this a good log line? You know, a guy, uh, you know, a, a, a guy uh, tries to frame somebody. I, you know, I can't even do it as bad as that. Probably, my, my log line will probably sound pretty good. But it got so stupid that I finally had to say, you know, and you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, a couple of guys are married and they move into a neighborhood of bigots. You know, they, they, they're just obsessed with that sort of thing. You know, and how they... Uh, struggle to find acceptance and it's really sad how bigoted people are okay that's a log line in screen with the screenwriters group the biggest one on facebook that's that's a typical log line that you'll see in a die no i i i'm so i'm so beyond sickened i mean i'm i'm beyond it's like a sick like throw up sick you know awful sickness seeing these people, having to actually see them as sickness. 
because they're intolerant. They're completely hateful. They hate themselves. They hate the world. They hate everything. But instead of funneling it through truth, they funnel that hatred of being victims into being professional victims held up by the state of all places, which has really screwed them in the first place. And then they, they just sing the laurels of, you know, Nancy Pelosi and the state or Klaus Schwab, the Great Reset, as if these people are going to give them something in the future, like, oh, that universal income they keep hearing about. Uh, no, they don't give a shit. The first people that are going to be on the chopping block for death are going to be them. The SJWs. Yeah, the SJWs, the uh, woke culture, PC, whatever you want to call it. They're the first to be killed by the uh, eugenicist. They're the first to be killed because they're always the first to be killed. Go read your communist history. The true believers are always the first to be shot. Always. They don't want half, half-witted dupes following them around. They need people that are pure evil to carry out the plans of the few that run the whole thing because they're the kings. There's no such thing as communism. And if anyone believes there is, they need to be shot by the Communist Party. Communism has nothing to do with equity or fairness. It has everything to do with oligarchy. That's what it's always been. That's what it always will be. What the fuck is wrong with people? I'm telling you, when you try to talk to these sort of people that, you know, and also in my life, communism is nothing new. We've been dealing with communism my entire life. So when these guys come along like they know everything and you know nothing, and you've been around the block four or five times with this, uh, boy, oh boy, is that a is that a horrifying conversation? It's like I know this guy that like I have an idea and I set it into motion because I'm an idea guy. I set it into motion, and then I get then you know another guy that sort of works for me comes up to me and he starts selling me on my own idea, and I say well, I understand that was my idea in the first place. <laughs> Do you understand what it's like to be in a world like this? To have your eyes actually open and and to understand everything you see and understand every nuance of everything. Do you know how painful that is? Can you just imagine you know what I mean, you know having to function in a world like that? You know, where, where everyone around you is like, you know, virtue signaling. I mean, literally, I, yesterday, I was noticing that now the people in the cars are all wearing masks now, alone in the car. And it, it, when did, did, are we mandated now? Is there something happening with the governor already? Or No, they're doing it, they're volunteering to do it. And they think taking a knee... To George Floyd, remember that? And they all took a knee. That knee isn't for Floyd. You know what that knee is. That's solidarity. That's what that knee stands for. What's the solidarity with? Oh, gee, I don't know. Maybe I could figure it out. (laughs) Okay, dumbasses. Here's what it is.
The knee stands for solidarity with Satan. Now, there's some more caviar. Can you have some more caviar? How about a little champagne? Now, let's have, let's have a, a gourmet. It's, it's no alcohol. Now, please. Let's have a gourmet. Uh, was it a gourmet grape juice? And a little caviar. We'll put some caviar on a little cracker. Right? Well, I can only tolerate Russian caviar. That just happens to be the most expensive because it's the finest. The beluga, I think, they're very black, little black eggs. Anything more like bigger than that, I just like can't eat it. No, I don't I don't I might have caviar. What do you say? Trish caviar about once a year? It's not something that you want to do all the time. Twice a year? No, if you if you don't get it, if you don't have a taste for it, I would leave it alone. It's a waste of money. But uh, if you need to do something special, you know, it's get a bouquet of flowers, a little caviar, put on some, you know, really interesting music. Like you know, the kind of music I listen to when I write is really interesting. Oh yeah, my playlists are. I wish I could publish them so you could you could have a look. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, you know, New Age music, spiritual music, Eastern beats, some kind of, like, you know, space disco, you know, then some, like, the black metal, and then there's some all kinds of, you know, real real diverse range of music. And the one thing that I, like, my one rule is it has to move me in some way, to move my spirit. So that's the only way I can, you know, really write. And so... uh you know, I'm really pretty, uh, pretty happy. There's, I mean, I, I do. You have to admit, I'm, I'm a simpleton. You know, in, in uh, these digital arts, I, I just listen to Spotify. You know, and uh, anyway, so from a spiritual perspective, you know, this thing that's going on, and I think. A lot of people recognize that can't. It's not really exactly the Bible, say the Book of Revelation. You know, although it's paralleling with this with this push, but also notice too that what you're seeing with this push for the vaccine, you know, this this push for the push for the digitization. The funny how girl next is prophetic, isn't it? Mike actually told me to stop writing because everything I write comes true. Maybe I should start writing a blog again, you know, but I I don't want to make predictions like gloom and doom, you know what I mean? But I mean, it's like this one came due. It's the whole point of science today is not micro, i.e., you know, making, you know, you know, uh, 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 Manchurian candidates to go assassinate political enemies. But it's the mass mind control you know, game theory at the biodigital nexus point. You know, it's it's about mass control. Not making a Sophia doll, but controlling the whole world. Uh, through the biodigital nexus point of the quantum realm. Which is 
the, 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 the way to breach the quantum realm. And the biodigital nexus point will be managed by AI. And so it was like what, you know, it was just funny that the, these are scientists or traffickers. And they have, they, they, they're, and there's little debates going on in the film about, you know, what, what's this experiment all about? And, um, you know, the people that, for the few people that get that the movie was about an experiment, there's not that many. In fact, I'd say about 10% of the people that I've, that have seen it. Maybe for the exception of people, like if you listen here, it doesn't count. You know what I mean? But just random people that I don't know, about 10% understand what it's about. That's about it. No, they get it. Well, if once they start looking at it a couple of times and seeing, it's sort of like a like you know looking at different refractions or like looking at diamond, where you're seeing just different you know different aspects of it through different angles. Then you sort of start getting that it's a it's a kind of a multi-dimensional story, but simply told. You know that it's like trafficking, and will she break her programming, or will she become an MK Ultra doll? You know, and then there's this bigger thing going on, you know, which is the uh, aquavelva, which is the um, experimental drug that gets dropped into the mix. And it's almost like a competition to see what will destroy the mad scientist more, the the wrong girl they dropped. You know, because the girl was a setup now. I can say that. It looks like she was, I know I've been having this back and forth talk with this guy who... uh who I guess is, you know, he he just uh, insists that Lorian is a, uh, you know, had a boyfriend and had, you know, and had uh, her dad and the sheriff knew, you know, her her boyfriend was the one that set her up because she's a pretty girl, set her up to be trafficked. And then they knew to watch for her in the parking lot that day and then nab her. And then they nabbed her like just a random nice girl, like the all-American girl, you know, the blonde, white, you know, having a little Mercedes car, whatever, you know, getting some groceries, you know, and that and that it starts. So it starts off with this, this, this one guy, our, our new uh, marketeer, our new distributor guy for for Europe and um, Asia and and wherever else. He is also a filmmaker and, you know, really smart guy. He uh, he was saying, well, I, you know, I watched it. And at first I wasn't sure. I was like, I'm not sure. You know, he it was like, you know, kind of a typical, you know, abduction. Story. You know, it wasn't really very, you know, very deep in the first, you know, few minutes of the setup. And he goes, I kept watching. It just got better and better and better. And he goes, and then it got... That's really wild, he said. <laughs> and he started laughing. So I knew this was our guy, you know, and I'm hoping he's successful in getting that film out to other, you know, countries and letting them have a look. But, um, you know, we give ourselves about a year because we we did this film with no, uh, with no names for a reason. And... Um, you know, that it would be more like, you know, we intended to go to do, we're now getting to do the festival, you know, festivals and hopefully get on the bigger circuit. But that was the plan in the beginning, but we got hit with COVID. So, you know, now Girl Next is kind of having her time and I think we've gotten, 
six or seven official selections, and we've got two wins. No, more than that. I'm sorry, we've got best actress, we've got best cinematographer, and we've got two best features. So that's, you know, not bad. Those are not in huge, you know, important festivals, but it's just, you know, it's we'll take it. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's you know, my way of, of advertising. You know, that was the plan, right? To do, to, you know, distinguish ourselves at the festivals. Or we would have put like, you know, Eric Roberts in it or somebody like that. You know what I mean? I'm sorry to say to denigrate him, but, you know, one of these sell-out B actors who just appear in these B movies to, to, to get a check, right? They work one day, they get 10 grand, boom. Yeah, well, it, it sells the movie, right? So we decided to f- refrain from that because we wanted to go for something more, I guess, pure, more just, I, you know, whatever it is. I'm not quite sure. But, you know, I realize that people don't... Yeah, you know, it was actually producer Mike, the famous Mike Muscal. He was the guy that, uh, he really pushed that simulacrum because he'd heard that song I did with Kelly. And that became the whole basis of this girl's transformation. But then we learned, and I'm still learning, then we learned later on, and she said she can't be programmed, but we learned that that personality that was talking to us and voiceover, that's bullshit too. This girl's never been straight with us. Never. How about that? She may be the most evil one in the whole lot. And that is what's touched upon, and that's why people get mad, because it's not a simple, a typical American story, right? The American story is like we have the setup, and then we have the inciting incident of my page five now. You know, people have a short attention span. And then, you know, uh, you know, we're off to the races. We have to have the, you know, the, the knowledge. Yes, uh, it turns out that you were a witness to the crime and now the bad guys are after you. You've got to survive. And so we watch this person go through whatever they have to do to protect themselves and their family to survive before the bad guys, you know, the witness protection plan eliminates them so they don't have to testify and take the bad mafia guy down. Have you ever heard a story like that? That's what I would call a typical American story, right? I mean, it's, it, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just that, you know, it's very one-dimensional. Now, if you add on a few layers like, yeah, it, 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 it's really a woman, right? That's the thing. That's a woman. And her, her husband is, you know, is, 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 was killed. And she's got to protect her children. And, but she's a recovering alcoholic, and, uh, you know, she's also being foreclosed upon on her house. And now they're coming after her. You know, they're kicking her out anyway. And now they're coming after her because she saw something at the bank she shouldn't have seen. Now that makes it more interesting, right? None of this is rocket science. It's just, you know, once you've gone down this road a few times, you understand, you know, you have to, you know, then, okay, you want to make it deeper than... The, 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 the group that's after her uh, is supposed to be organized crime, but it's really the government fronting for them. <laughs> now we're off to the races, right? And then if you want to pull a, a Zeph Daniel, you go, okay, but really what the whole story is about is about, you know, these uh, basically the, this guy has genetically been altered 
with life extension technologies that's turning him into a werewolf. Or, you know, so... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, just showing you what happens, you know. This. I had to leave the screenwriting class because I, I couldn't take it anymore. There's a guy in there holding court. He like He's the guy that saves. He gives all the advice to everybody. And you look up what kind of movies he does and whatnot, and it's like this sort of milk-me-toast sort of family entertainment, and he's, he's giving everybody advice. Oh, can you help me? Please help me with my... Will you read my script? I said, no, hell no, I'm not going to read your script. How much you pay me? Yeah, it's a na- nasty world out there, the filmmaking thing. But anyway, it's that's the way it is. There's even a nastier component, which is vendettas. Filmmakers have vendettas against each other, so they... You know, so they attack each other, you know, publicly. It's happened to me a lot. It's terrible. You know, what people do for a little short-term gain, you know, they, they put you down. Anyway, so what Girl Next is, basically, it's it's basically a prelude toward a lot more, you know, stories about this subject of the quantum realm. And one reason that, I'm kind of interested in that genetic tampering, you know, some of these things is, you know, you know, uh, is I'm interested in the door out of here, you know, and I'm interested in the simulacrum. Now, producer Mike, he was the one that fought for that, having heard the song by me and Kelly, which was the, uh, called simulacrum. And it's really basically about, you know, these non-human intelligences running the, the world. And putting us in this simulation. This. This. Is false. Listen. How could they launch this COVID-19 thing? Like they did. With almost a complete uniformity of purpose. Across the entire globe. It's a simulation, that's how. They push a button and the program kicks off and it's uniform across because the people running it are not human, that's why. They're, how do you like that uh, Jen Saki? Uh, Jen, Jen's had too much sake. She's, uh, she's, she's of course it's a pandemic, but it's but it's... Where is it planned? How do they do it? It's just because it's a program. We're in a program. They pushed a button and our last program left. The 2019 program, which I kind of liked. We're finishing up Girl Next. We would have been out there a lot sooner with it. But you know something? People wouldn't be ready for the quantum realm and all that. They wouldn't be ready for toying, playing with reality like Girl Next does until now. But you should see the comments from the haters. I mean, well, you probably have. They're pretty entertaining. But I mean, they're... Can you believe how dumb some of them are, though? I mean, you know, you know, I, I would get, you know, angry sometimes, I guess. But I don't really get it. I don't really... Yeah, everybody gets to speak, whatever they think. I remember my publisher, I was telling him I put out glass backwards and everyone was attacking me because they're Christians and they, they think this is not a Christian book, so they're all attacking. He goes... 
you need to grow, you know, buck up and grow up and, you know, you put it out there that let them say whatever they want to say. Who cares? And that was, and he was really right about that. That's another one that we'd like to do, Glass Backwards. And I'm not sure I can, you know, it's one of the most entertaining reads you're ever going to read. I mean, it's totally entertaining. Complete entertainment about, it's really a big middle finger to Hollywood. You'll find that a lot of the works that I do are a big middle finger to somebody. And that's why my fans, which are my fans, they love what I do. They love it. In fact, they're into the Zeph report for the very same reason. Who? What did I do in the beginning of this thing? I was outing all the whole Hollywood thing, you know, before any of these people. And and yes, they deserve a big middle finger right through their nose and into their brain. Oh, I'm sorry. They don't really have a brain. And you should just be at something like, you know, I mean, you probably never want to go there, but you should be in their circles and hear the, hear the, the banter, the walla. It is, you would think you're in a retard circus. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it, it's, it's like being in New Mexico. The same fucking shit. The same dumb comments. The same, you know, nobody wants to think. Nobody wants to actually process something and come up with a conclusion because if it's a conclusion different than the, the, than the, the norm, you know what I mean? They get kicked out. Right? It's like, I remember how, um, who was saying they knew Sean Penn? It was Alex Jones or somebody that they, that they knew him and they knew various celebrities like Alex's known celeb tards. In his life. Because they were wooing him for something. I don't know whether it's making movies or do you know, making movies? Him to be, uh, a, a showrunner? A, uh, well, whatever. They were trying to groom him at one point because he's really a bright guy and he's very media savvy. Anyway, the point is, is that, uh, so he was around, he was exposed to pedophilia at parties where there are just children hanging around. Uh, yeah, he left, he says. But I mean, you know, you see, the, the, nobody can talk about Hollywood because it's so, you have to understand, nothing is hidden. It's all in your face. And it's all whether or not you're going to accept it. And if you signal to them that you'll accept it, they'll make you a a janitor or something. And then, you know, as long as you're good at doing knee time, you can start moving your way up the, up the ladder. And, and, and I'm sorry to be so crass, but that's, that, that's just exactly what it is. Um, it might be a little more funny than that. Like you know, you might get a you know a bunch of you know moguls or bigwigs to get in the room with you, but so they all get popcorn first, and they're eating their popcorn, watching you to see. And say, they want you to stop pitching the story and see if you'll give them all blowjobs or something. You know what I mean? Or do something, anything. Expose yourself. Do go the other guy. You know, do something. And if you do something and it's entertaining enough, maybe they'll uh, work with you. I, I don't know. I, I You know, it's Satan's realm. You know, it's like, you know, that's the way it is. They, there's certainly a lot of money. Certainly lots of limos. 
Lots of great restaurants. Lots of the good life is huge in a place like L.A. You know, but it requires, obviously, anything like that, any kind of shot at anything requires, uh, you know, the heave-ho to God, right? If you're a man of faith, you need to leave. You know, the other thing is, you know, if you're... If you're on the truth at all, if you're on the truth at all, in any way, shape, or form, truth, meaning you're probably a pretty good artist, right? Because artists that, that's the whole point of art is truth. To reveal that which has been hidden. But we can't do that because what's been hidden is criminality, okay? So we can't do that, exactly. Because we get whacked if we do. So, here we are at this, like, sort of Mexican standoff. And, uh, you know, the, the, uh, but, but the same things are true. If you were there and you were at any of these, like I was at a, uh, we were at a dinner party up in, uh, up in Silicon Valley, okay, up in a, in a, some nouveau riche country club with, you know, the head of, you know, all the heads of all the, you know, the, the, you know, you know what I mean, the oracles and the, you know, Frankie went to all those big companies, you know, they were all there, charity event, and and uh, some people were popping ecstasy and, and having, you know, and coke and various things and all dressed nicely in their tuxes and stuff at the tables and giving out little awards and trinkets. And the conversation, these are people that had, you know, gone through, you know, uh, universities like you know uh, Stanford University and others for their computer programming degrees, you know in Menlo Park and then which is right next to Silicon Valley, and they've all you know all part and parcel. They all know each other. And honestly, the conversation is like, oh, the weather has been nice. Lately. You know, this. Have you had the foie gras down at uh, at uh, you, you know Pete's? It's unreal. You know. It, it it's you know yeah I really prefer the Gulf Stream to the uh, you know to the Embraer you know what I mean it's just like way smoother flight much more room too well I know I know the big trend now is to get the seven thirty seven you know the seven you know the seven fifty seven for private use but I mean you it burns so much gas it's not really worth it yeah. You know? <laughs> If you want to see that on TV, there was a show about Chinese, wealthy Chinese people that have moved to Beverly Hills. And they're, they're in the Nouveau Riche, Del Rodeo Drive, you know, big parties and showing off a lot, right? It's the same thing. It doesn't matter whether it's Chinese or Jewish or, you know, it doesn't really matter who it is, okay, what their background is. Same exact thing, exact same conversation. And how many of you could sit at a table and put up with that for more than 10 minutes before you just, like, you know, got sick and had to leave? Call the limo. I'm out of here. Okay, very good, people. Have a lovely time, you all you liars and hypocrites. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> right? Well, you didn't. you weren't there. I mean, I unfortunately had to do this. I was all alone. I mean... You know, and then, then they, but when they turn on you, oh, fuck, man, they put you in jail. Yes, jail. 
And they put you in, you know, loony bins. Yes, loony bins. And what happens to you there? Well, when you're under 18, they're trying to suicide you. <laughs> yes, because they can't have evidence. You're not going to matriculate through the mental hospital system, are you? No, that's the end of the line. They got to figure a way to do away with you and then call it suicide, all covered up by the loony bin, which is in cahoots with the, uh, the big money. Right? They all own these loony bins to stick kids in that don't quite go along with the program. You know, the, the pure hearts, the truth teller, you know, those kind of guys. They got to have a way to dispose of the bodies. So they kill them all. Very few escape. Why is that? Because they're told that if anybody rebels, it's their life. So they learn how to be liars. They learn how to be hypocrites. They don't care if they're on there. The biggest debacle in the history of our military is Joe Biden. And he's up there calling it a success. I swear to God that you have to understand he means that. Because he knows if that, that the only way out is lying. Because eventually he'll repeat it enough and then, then he'll have his little sycophants, his little hypnotic dweebs, will agree. It's been a big success, huh, Jen Psaki? It's been a big success. And let me predict, let me make a prediction here. This whole thing, the wheels have not even come off yet. Wait till that happens. You're going into a time of chaos, the likes of which you've never seen before. And you're going to love it. You're going to love it, love it, love it. Why are you going to love it? Because they are going to be, you know, excruciatingly woken up from their slumbers and their programming. And they're going to be screaming and tearing their hair out. So that's going to be a good day for you. And me. Look at look at this this idiot, this total abomination of you know, a sludge of just like sewage instead of blood running through her veins of Pelosi trying to trying to save Gavin Newsom, the, the one who ruined California and took beautiful water and dumped it in the sea so the farmers couldn't have it. What a piece of Total filth. Oh, they have their parties in Napa. Did you notice how Pelosi had her party in Napa? All the servants wore their little masks, but they didn't. I told you, I, I told you over and over again. They don't wear masks and they don't take jabs. What more do you need than that? That that alone should be have done it. We total rebellion now. Trucks block all the freeways. Come on, let's go. No? What more do you want? What would it take to get someone to do something? And the answer is they're they're terrified of, of you know the military, the FBI, the you know, the, the, the those people out there that will put a military response if anybody tries to rebel. But I'm telling you. To watching the footage of the Napa Valley uh, fundraiser, 
$30,000 a plate, no mass, please. And then the, they're always going to have the service. By the way, the mandate for the masks, for you slave servants, you little waiters and gardeners and maids, is forever. The mask is not about protecting you. They could care less about you. It's about you signaling that you're a slave and you're okay with it. Now, I have a way of rebelling that maybe you find some fun in this. But there's a company, and I don't know if they're still out there. They're probably shut down. But they're called Fake Mask USA. And literally, they have a mask that that you could see your face under it. You know what I mean? It's like the most thin mesh of a a woman's nylons, you know, something. It's complete free breathing. And uh, then they have one that's a little more and one that's a little more. So the object is so that if you have to get on a plane or, you know, you'd be, you know, like you'd have nothing on, even though people would see that you technically have, you know, that sort of thing. You know, even that's a little bit of rebellion. I I admire that. You know, what what I don't admire is this rote obedience when they're not doing it. Now, when that asshole Grisham bitch signed that land away to Obama and his, you know, and his uh, compadres, you know, Gates and the rest of them. Obama's really quarterbacking this COVID thing. So when she signed that away, she had her freaking mask on. She had her mask on. This is the Marie Antoinette of the desert, the spoiled Luhan girl from rich family, okay? And here she is. The ultimate bitch. I mean, she's probably, you know, she's like the Southwest version of a Nancy Pelosi. She just never got her shot because she's unattractive. And she's like, you know, four feet tall. So no one's going to really, you know what I mean? It's not going to happen for her. You know, Pelosi was a beauty queen. So, you know, there's no, even though she's old now, she still has the bones, right? (laughs) Of her former self. But, um, wow, 30% of the land, meaning there'll be no oil and gas on it, please. She already ruined the oil and gas business, and that's why you're paying so much at the pump. They planned to ruin everything Trump did. Trump had it down to, we were, we were the biggest provider of energy. He had it down to, uh, you know, down under $2 a gallon. You know what it is to fill diesel in my truck? Do you understand how all the prices are skyrocketing? Do you understand that this was all done on purpose over a matter of just instantly? You were instantly, you know, instantly messed with? They did it right in your face. Open the border, destroy Af- the whole Afghani problem, throw away trillions of dollars, and then make make America the energy beggar of the world. Do you realize that's happened to you? And now they passed a bill for four trillion dollars and even more, six trillion, ultimately, 
to ravage and destroy the economic system of the America, to fold it in, to break you to your knees and destroy you, keep that mask on forever. Do what I tell you, punk, slave, or I'll kill you. one point, Biden goes, I don't care if you think I'm the reincarnation of Satan. You know? I'm going to say and do what I want. I could care less. I got a 41% approval rating after doing all this shit to you people and all I get punished is 41%. I'll take it! I don't care about American decorum. I don't care about the military. I don't care what you think. I'm going to kill you. And you're not going to do a damn thing about it. Now, you'll like it. Because first, I'm going to drain you. I've got to get your consent. And as soon as I get it in the prison camp, said, boom, hanging the next day, pull the trigger that day. And he doesn't care that Americans are left in Afghanistan. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. This is Obama's operation. Biden's just a puppet of Obama. Obama wants to get ISIS back. ISIS, ISIS, ISIS. Remember him and McCain? They formed ISIS. And he's always been upset that Trump bombed them into smithereens and uh, took out a bunch of their stuff. And then it all got disbanded because of Trump. Now he's putting back ISIS. That's the whole point of Afghanistan is ISIS. ISIS, 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 ISIS. Arab Spring, Arab Spring, Arab Spring. What do I have to do to tell people to listen? Go over it. Use logic. Everything is right there in geopolitics. It's right there. Who benefits from ISIS being reborn? Obama. That was his baby. When they formed ISIS, how do we bust them at that? Because they had Hollywood crews, some people I probably even know, working on the beheadings. Not literally. Hollywood crews working on mass murder. Absolutely. It was live rather than fake. But they were there, the first AD, the guy in the crane, the Jenny people, multiple camera angles, drone shots, Magic hour? Oh, yeah. How about this one? Costumes! Remember? How about that what was found on McCain's computer? The, 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 uh, the, uh, uh, God, I'm getting out of my mind here because I'm just so frustrated that people don't understand. You know, the, the uh, soundstage for Johnny G. Remember Johnny Jihad? That was all filmed on a soundstage. Remember, they went and they went and imitated the action with another actor, a stand-in. That's what they do with a green screen, okay? Uh, that was there. The staging of Johnny Jihad, it was done on an interior soundstage using Western producers and also funded by the Pentagon.
but nobody nobody gave a shit that I put that out there. So I pulled it. Nobody even commented on my YouTube channel. I had a chance to do a YouTube again if I'm good. I told them to go fuck themselves. Because <laughs> they, they took off almost all my content. You know, they, you know, this is not, you know, pretty soon there was like nothing left. Almost all. They, they flagged almost all of them. I said, we're going to remove these in two days, or you can. So I had to leave. I hate YouTube. I hate the people that run it. I don't have to tell you. The people that run it are the enemies of God. So I don't want to play ball, and I don't care if I don't have any listeners. Fine. But Obama and McCain, you know, were ISIS. The funding came from the Pentagon for the for the promos that went to uh, a company, a production company, in um, an advertising company in England, and from there they hired the the crews and. And the extras and everybody to to and, and and Hollywood people and costumers and various departments to be able to stage the propaganda that ISIS is really dangerous, and then of course they also filmed the Christians being drowned, Christians in acid, homosexuals being thrown off the tops of buildings, which had all the gay people here cheering, yay! All the gay people, the LGBTQ, love the Muslims. They want the Muslims to come stay with them. I don't understand. There was a couple that tried that, and they ended up getting killed. Yeah. I guess they didn't understand. They certainly didn't listen to me. Or they'd probably be alive right now. So... The idea of fortifying Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and the Taliban is an Obama thing. And then, of course, there's the, you know, you saw what happened in Libya, right? To Gaddafi and that whole thing was Obama. Arab Spring reshaping the whole Middle East, the speech in Cairo. Do you remember Ebola? President Ebola. Remember my song? You remember all of it, all of it. We were out ahead, sometimes years ahead, explaining what was going to happen. But the real crux of this entire situation, the real, the real essence of this entire conflict has to do with each of us and how we react it doesn't have to do with Obama. It doesn't have to do with McCain. Of course, you know, he's gone after his Babylonian send-off. It doesn't have to do with, uh, you know, anybody out there or all the bad actors or Fauci or Gates or any of that. It has to do, this, this time, it's on us. That's what I love about it.
we decide. And if we lose it, we decided to lose it. Because we were cowards. We were weak. We didn't do anything, and we gave up. So we lost it. Because they put their arms up in the air, they put the mask on their face, they said, yes, master. Yes, master. Yes, master. Whatever you want, master. Yes, master. Uh Uh-huh. And that was the end of it. And I'm living in a territory here, rugged territory, rattlesnakes, you know, lizards, there are bears, there's cougars, there's all kinds of stuff. And yet, weak little humans. (laughs) Please like me. Look, I have my mask on because I'm trying to protect you. (laughs) Please like me. I have my mask on. I'm trying to protect you. (laughs) Look, I got the jab because I want to protect you. I want to be at the club with the jab. I want more jab. I want a jab every month. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, little hand wish him. I I just want to worship at your feet. I'll do whatever you want. Please take care of me. Please take care of me. I'm just a weak nothing. Give me that baby bottle. That's what I'm living with. And it's just unfrickin' believable. You know, this rugged territory. I'm living on a ranch here that, basically a little parcel of a ranch that, uh, where they, where John Ford made westerns. You know, John Wayne was acting in these westerns here. He probably was riding his horse right around our property. You know? Where, 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 right? Where he had all those westerns, those tough guys out of Hollywood, they came out of World War II, right? And they became actors, but they were still pretty damn tough. Hardcore drinkers and fist fighters and, you know, the kind of people. Real mavericks. And they made movies right here. Yep. A lot of guys did their own stunts. You know, fell off the stagecoach, jumped on the horse, you know, ran up and jumped on the horse. and Yeah, tough lot. After World War II. A lot of tough guys. Yeah, they wouldn't have had any problem with this. What's going on now? No problem whatsoever. What do you think about that? I'm just saying, a lot of these people back in those days would have no problem with the COVID thing, okay? Let me give you a hint. No, they wouldn't wear a mask. Yes, they would would fight off 15 troopers, go to jail, get lawyers, fight it. Gosh, you know, the, you know, even weaker than here. I mean, this is bad here, but, you know, there's still, you know, a bunch of uh, tough guys down south of our state. But, and women, you know, men and women that are tough. They're, they're, they're principled. Uh, I think the worst humans in the nation, that by that I mean the weakest and most stupid and most pliable and most compliant and most obedient uh besides you know uh 
Antifa and you know those kind of people who are paid off by you know the FBI and stuff. The 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 most you know sort of just I, I guess you'd compete between something like Oregon, right, and Minnesota, you know maybe. Well, then again, you've got San Francisco. It's tough. It, it, there there are pockets of real uh, male um, hormonal deficiency. You know, lack of testosterone. A lot of that's been by design, though. You know, fluoride in the water, bad halogen. You know what I mean? Taking down that T, which makes men men, right? Or as the dude would say, that in a pair of testicles, right? right? Having your principles, but having the, the, the fortitude to back them up. When someone violates your rights to the Constitution, instead of going and, you know, hiding under your bed, you face it, you know? And, and, and yes, you know... Things happen, like if you look at uh, a young man I really like out there, his name Owen Schroyer, and I, I like Roger Stone. I like these guys. I, I Well, you know, a lot of people say they're sellouts, but I don't, I don't know. I don't see that. Anyway, as far as Owen's concerned, I mean, he got arrested. Now they're saying if Alex Jones would give up his phone, Owen could go free if they, he would just hand the phone over. So now we know it's a joke, right? They're just harassing him. This is, I stand, uh, you know, well, how in the world did the FBI get to operate every day? They take your money. They should have been run out of town a long time ago. I mean, I, you know, it's amazing. We're acting like Australia, but we're still armed. I mean, I know. I'm trying to figure it out in my mind. I'm trying to figure out how much damage. The uh, really the whole theme of today is hypnosis, mind control, and how much of a grip that has on people. You know, first of all, the cowardice is not necessarily just a fault of human character, but probably a fault of the hypnosis, the learned helplessness, professional victim, encouraging becoming a victim, right? And then dividing people against each other as victims. I mean, that's been divide and conquer, their strategy all along. But I mean, it really has come down to, you know, the government of the world, which is not the United States. The United States is not the government. Forget about that. But, you know, the oligarchs of the world versus all the humans in the world. Now, there's 7 billion humans. And there's like maybe a hundred of these oligarchs. And, you know, there are thousands and 30,000, 50,000, 100,000, whatever. There's, you know, maybe a million of, of, of support guys. But in terms of like the bloodline elites, there's not that many. Uh, okay, maybe a thousand. If you take all their kids and their, you know, maybe 10,000. But I mean, compared to billions... I notice how uh, Mel Gibson, who's not a coward, by the way, thank God, is doing a movie about the Rothschilds. I hope he goes all the way. But what is it, do you think? Do you think it's that we are all coward? Do any of you think that through compliance you're going to get your rights back to live a normal life without COVID, without masks, without lockdown? You know, to live... You, does any... Does, are any of you under the illusion that you will get to live your life again if you comply? 
Okay, let me help you. That idea is not going to help you. You will, through compliance, you will never get your rights back. Okay, never. N E V E R, underscore it twice. Never. You will never get your rights back. Okay, freedom is, let's go back to 101. Freedom is not free. The tree of liberty needs to be washed by the blood of patriots and tyrants every once in a while. We have the Second Amendment, not so we can go hunting, but so we can go up against the government if it becomes a tyrant, if it becomes illegal, if it starts doing illegal things. That's a right built into our Constitution. It's got nothing to do with hunting. It's got nothing to do really with home protection. It has to do with if there needs to be a militia that has to go up against the government for redress and they won't listen and they become tyrants. And if they do, then there has to be some remedy. And that's the remedy of last resort. Nobody wants a, a firefight. And Biden is laughing, you know, because Biden wants to kill you all. So he's laughing and saying, yeah, well, you have to have an F-16 and a nuke if you're going to come after me. So they, they took over the government. and they, they don't even care about you. They took over everything and they say, fuck you. Die, motherfucker. And then we scramble around trying to make a living. Well, they take it all including our children, and indoctrinate them with pure hate. They hate and, you know, evil and dark arts and occult and, 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 and pure horror, you know, divide and conquer. They hypnotize us all. Because the simulacrum does not come from human origin. These people are not human. The Biden that you see now is under control of a thing that's not him. They're all under that control. They don't have to worry about them saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing because they are all caught. They're all they're all spoken for. They have given their consent. They gave their free will. They are Satanists. They worship the beast. They agree with the sacrifices. They know what's going on in the other world, the real world. That's where they take their orders from. The Gateses and Klaus Schwabs, they take all their orders from the same place, not of human origin. I really sound like a lunatic. Did I sound like a lunatic, Trish? Do I sound like a lunatic, Winston? Do you believe me? Do you believe me that the uh, jabs are going to wind up killing more people than the uh, coronavirus? Do you people who have been jabbed believe me? 
that there is a way for you to get therapy so you can stop the spike proteins and the prions from going crazy in your body. You know there's a way to deal with that. There is therapy for you. There's a way to health. There's a way to live. I don't know how long you'll live. You might have cut your life by a little, but at least, you know, there's a lot of people that have had bad things happen and recover and live long lives. And that could be you out there. I don't want to give you a false hope if you've taken the jab, but I don't, I don't want you to feel doomed either. There are things you can do. Dr. McCullough, all those guys have remedies. And more are coming every day. I'll bet you anything that pretty soon there's a remedy that will take care of this. It's hard for me to believe that they would release a vaccine that would kill so many people. This has killed more than any vaccine in history. Before when things like this would happen, they'd pull the vaccine. They wouldn't give it to human. And when they tried to pull it, it would, Biden actually tried to pull it at one point, the Johnson & Johnson, because of the uh, heart problems and blood clots, it was Trump. Oh, no, no, I, I'm not a Trump supporter. Listen, listen, hey, hey, hey. I may say a couple nice things about Trump and the economy, but I am no supporter of Trump. What he did with this COVID thing and warp speed, he might as well be Adolf Hitler. I have... I was done then, I'm done now, I've seen no change. I, I just see a, a sad guy who's obviously got bought off by Big Pharma. Who knows what kind of deal? They might have rescued him. He might have had to do that to get the the, 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 the you know the prosecution office back. Anyway, the guy sold out. So what do you want me to do? I didn't sell out. He sold out. And now he tells you go ahead and take the, the, the shot, it's good. How, how many people? He told to take the shot. Actually, went and did it on Trump's say-so, who are dead now. And do you know that the, 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 the uh, Fox News was saying the vaccine is safe and effective? Do you know that all the news stations, CNN, Fox, MSNBC, all that, they all say, and then ABC, NBC, you know, CBS, they all say, that the shot is safe and effective, why won't you take it? I kid you not. You think that, you know, one of the biggest crybabies that we've ever had in media, one of, the, one of the weakest fools that ever drew breath, is a guy named Joe Scarborough. He sold out his principles. He sold out, he, you know, he was, you know, well, let me tell you something about his background. He's a frustrated musician. He wanted to be a rock star, and it didn't happen, and so now he's going to take it out on all of you by lying to you every day. But him and Mika, who's the, the, the girl who's like Zbigniew Brzezinski's daughter of all people, completely under mind control, you know, had the whole BF Skinner treatment, the whole bit, you know what I mean? You know, you know solitary confinement, you know, behavior modification, all that stuff. So she's a complete train wreck. And the two of them get on there every day to mind control you know, whatever Ted listeners they have that just eat it up. And he say, oh, you people with your freedom, you're not taking the jab. It's just, we had to all take the jab at the night. You know, we had to all wear a mask at the 1918 flu. We all had to take the jab to beat rubella. We beat polio. We did no such thing. The guy's a complete liar. And he knows it. And he never took the jab. Have him prove it. Well, it he could get a document, I'm sure. They know not to kill off their celebrities and influencers.
if you listen to that guy, you're you're completely gone down the river. You're you're gone. You know what? A lot a lot of people out there are dead already. Whether they ever take the jab or don't take it, it really doesn't matter. They're just they they're completely useless. You know, I'm sorry, but they're just useless. And that's what I found. Like you know, when I was in the screenwriting group, I'm on there. And no, no, go check it out. It's called Screenwriters on Facebook. Go check it out for yourself. See if I no, I finally got to the point where I couldn't handle it anymore. I, I, you know, I don't know where these people come from that think they're going to, you know, I do see where these very uninteresting stories are coming out of Netflix and Amazon Prime and, 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 you know, Universal Studios and, you know, wherever else. I do see how many useless movies there are. And when I say useless, I mean fake. There's nothing but fake movies, you know, fake beat, you know, fake news. Well, there's fake movies too. Those are movies that are for propaganda purposes. Those are fake movies. If it's for propaganda, it's a fake movie. The last one of which was called Stillwater. You know, uh, you know, starring uh, Mark of the Beast. Uh, you know, I'm so angry. I'm just, you know. Oh, God. Starring Mark of the Beast, Matt Damon. Mr. Mark of the Beast. I don't know why I call him the Mark of the Beast, but he just seems like between him and... It's a toss-up between him and Leonardo di uh, Hippocritio. But anyway, so the guy is like trying to play this tough Oklahoman that, that, that yeah, worked in the oil fields. and it, <laughs> he He prays in Jesus' name and they... They put up with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so blatant of a propaganda piece by the Chinese. You know, I feel sorry for, the, for everybody that worked on that film. I mean, it's, but you know what? America's so stupid, they don't even know it's propaganda. You know what I mean? So anyway, but there's Matt Damon in a propaganda movie. And he's a complete retard. He's like, oh, yeah, he's the quiet. He's playing sort of the quiet, strong guy. Yet his character, he's weak. And he doesn't show. I, I was begging for him to start drinking and doing drugs. Begging! But old Matt Damon, no, he knew better. He knew to go against his own character. Because don't worry, the Chinese got his back. So they're going to give him a nice big paycheck. So... It's an anti-Jesus movie and, of course, anti-Trump because they don't know that Trump's really with them. They don't see that Trump is really with them. You know, we always wondered about Jared Kushner and Ivanka's influence on Daddy-O. Now we see. Right? Uh, Mr. Warp Speed? Did you? Anyway, dialogue had to be the dumbest in history. Matt Damon, probably one of the stupidest. Well, I don't know. It's a toss-up of stupidity. Those awards have to go out. Uh, there may be four or five others competing for the, you know, because you got, uh, you know, you know Mark Ruffalo. What's his name, Ruffalo? You got, uh, you got, uh, who else? You got a few others that are still, still have a pulse rate. 
John Cusack, another dumbass. Yeah. When I say dumbass, I mean they push propaganda or talking points. And they didn't even realize that Trump was really on their side. They didn't understand. They didn't understand the way the game works. See, we know the way the game works. We know because we got brought up in the game and we almost got killed by the game. So we had to learn real fast. We had to grow up real fast when we were real young. So we understood what was going on. And now finally it's out in the open. And look at all the people denying it. Well, I'm actually passionate today, Trish. I am sharp as a tack, though. Don't even doubt me for a second on that. I'm sharper than than a lot of people my age. I may not be... Well, I think I'm probably as good as I was when I was 18. It's a matter of energy, though, really. When I was 18, I scored real high on the Mensa test. That's ridiculous. And then I got inducted into this, like, CIA program. I don't... You know, mention this stuff because I, um, it's just, you know, I, I prefer to write about it in fictional terms, but, you know, there's a reason I write about subjects I write about. There's a reason that it's all involved with the military industrial complex, because that's what I grew up in, in that. So, class backwards, girl next. And then the one I helped Larry with, I mean, Larry, I've, you know, I hope I, well, Larry must be interested in all this stuff too, because the last one, Quantum Devil, we, you know, basically cut Larry loose on a, on a screenplay by Mike that I had. And then I optioned from Mike and then, you know, Larry was going to update it with, he did a full on rewrite. He used also one of my screenplays, the voice, and he used that and then Mike's and then, and then his own research to come up with his Quantum Devil, you know, Idea. The whole idea was, I told him, and then I came in to, to do the, uh, you know, to to write, you know, to write another draft, which I did. But I mean, it's really kind of his baby in a way. And I'm not trying to get out of it in case it, in case it doesn't, you know. No, 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 no. I'm there with him. I mean, I I am the co-writer. I'm there with him. But he kind of had a vision for this thing, and my vision was this. The reason I decided to go with it was this. We sensed there were a lot of fans who wanted, you know, Girl Next was just so crazy in a way. And then there, we realized there were a lot of fans who wanted a straight-up horror. And we felt we could continue the quantum stuff in a straight-up horror film, you know what I mean? And uh, that was like, you know, way you know, more mainstream and more, right, you know, not traditional because we're dealing with a subject that's very cutting edge. But, uh, but it's really cool. I, I love the movie the way it came out and i you know i'd love to show it to you i can't i can't force it i mean you know the the visual effects are what's taking time we have a big monster in it you know a big monster which uh is actually played by robert england which is pretty cool but i can't go into that any more of that because i you know i'm under a gag order we're trying to keep our powder dry till we can make, you know, make it to a premiere. And so to make a good premiere, we need, we got to be, that's got to be a circuit premiere. So there's one of about six festivals out there that was really meaningful, you know. So right now we're doing all these kind of cool festivals and, you know, some are, you know, some are in, in different countries and, you know, they all have a gold rating. Some have IMDB ratings so you can, 
claim your laurels on IMDb, you know, if you win anything. Um, it's, it, you know, you guys, if you make films, you, you realize, you know, first of all, it takes a lot of people, right? You know, it's, it's not just one man's vision type of thing. I know we all put everything on the director, but it's still, it's still a, it's still a group. You know, you have the, 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 it has to be sort of greenlit from financial point of view, from, a you know, the crew, the cast, you, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that are going on. And, um, you know, it's it's just uh, you got to have faith, though. You got to have faith that you're on the right track. You got to give it to God every day, especially if you're going to be in filmmaking. You know, got to have a great relationship with God. You know, you just got to give, be able to give God. You know, the Lord, you know, please lead us today in making good decisions because there's a million decisions to make, and you know, to, to to bring something to an audience that will make a difference. That you know, we don't take the audience into a, into account. You know, when we're making it too. I mean, we don't just say. Well, screw the audience. No, we want to communicate to the audience. That's the whole point. And um, the reason we're an indie film is because we wouldn't get along too well in uh, corporate film, corporate media, uh, you, you know, Netflix, you know, Obama's thing, uh, you know, which is pretty much all political now. We wouldn't get along. In, you, know, you know, there's a movie I saw on Netflix that was about programming and mind control, you know, recently, and it just got snubbed to the back of the, you know, you'd never hear about it again. And uh, so we see it. It had, like, you know, Tommy Lee Jones, and, you know, it had, you know, some actors in it. And, and uh, you know, it, it just got snubbed. I'm like, wow. It was no deeper than the X-Files, you know, no more of a threat than that. But even that's too much now, say Really, seriously, you know, after Stillwater, I I haven't found another movie to watch since then. Tonight I'll be looking. Yeah, I'll be looking for a film. I want to see a two-hour feature. I want to see a 90-minute to two-hour feature that, uh, you know, has, you know, that, that that's what I grew up on. That's what I want to see. They seem incapable of delivering such uh, an item to us these days. What's so hard? Well, what's hard is the people with the money are saying change your message in the screenplay to align more with our thinking or we're not going to finance your movie. And so these guys, these filmmakers have to sell out, say, okay, we'll do the best we can with what we got. And they try to do a true movie. But see, they can't really because they're not allowed to really... You know, you know a lot of these people are also allowed. The Stillwater, the entire crew of Stillwater, all of them were down with that message. You know, putting down the... You know, the the guy is over there. He's the ugly guy. The guy that gets in trouble. The guy that can't get, really get the girl in the end, and all that stuff. You know, and he's praying in Jesus' name, and they just kind of like, <laughs> they look at each other like, oh, well, that's just you know, he's he's just a bigot from uh, Oklahoma. <laughs> you know, big deal. He's just a product of his upbringing. <laughs> no big deal. And the first at first is like his mother or whatever, somebody, you know, grandmother, mother, aunt, whatever, was praying over the food and, and then and just said, amen, there's no in Jesus' name. And I thought, no in Jesus' name for her, but yet he did say it. And he says in Jesus' name, like it's a big concession. You know, like he sort of throw it away. Like, you know, his mouth is off to the side. And Jesus, you know what I mean? So maybe you didn't hear it too loud. It's on that level. So I even detected a bit of embarrassment by uh, a Mr. Damon that they have to say in Jesus' name. 
Yeah. I mean, you're dealing with full retard level um, idiocy on that level. Because anybody that's anybody has ever, you know, been messed with by the devil. I mean, serious stuff. You tend to get very, very, very into Christ. And you rely on God because you know that that beast is too big for you to fight with. You're, you know, if you get in a fight with a beast, you're going down. You get in a fight with him, but you're in Christ, the Lord will fight your battle. Because the witchcraft is worldwide. Anybody that steps out of line gets what? Cursed. When they were uh, praying for Trump, they were giving him, a, you know, death, destruction, out of office. Remember how all the witches were gathered together through the public newspapers? Public blogs rallied all the witches to pray against Trump every day of the year. And look, they got their way. Who had uh, Trump's back in the White House? Paula White? That ought to tell you something. False prophets? Seems like it. He didn't have God's favor, did he? No, he did not. I see a lot of Christians out there in denial, though, who think that, uh, you, you know, Trump had the unction of the Lord. They can't wait until he runs again in 2024. If he's going to keep up this uh, I save millions of people thing, I'm, I'm not voting for him. So I, I know a lot of people are not going to vote. I'm just not going to vote anymore. That's it. Done. Fini. I hate this state of New Mexico, and I hate Trump, and I hate all of it. You know, this this whole bravado thing that he's got going with, I saved all these people, that, may, that makes me as sick as Jen Psaki talking. I, sp I saved 100 million people by getting work speed up to, you know, I'm a, you owe me a debt of gratitude. No, we don't, sir. You were the 45th president and you got, you got raped by Big Pharma and then you got on your knees. You didn't fight back. You, you said you were going to fight back and you didn't. You had this little guy, this little midget Fauci kicking you all over the field. You know, then you had Jared and Ivanka disciplining you, telling you to stay in your lane. They told you don't really fight back too hard against the uh, the steel because, you know, you may want to run again in 2024. Uh, well, they don't intend for you to run. They intend for you to be a kingmaker, you know, someone that goes to rallies and gets people. But you had some booze, didn't you? You had some booze. When the vaccine issue came up at the last rally, you had booze. And those booze are going to grow louder and louder if the death counts keep going up, which I suspect they will. I, I, my prediction is on the death counts going up, not, oh, suddenly it's all great. Unless they get to a point with the PSYOP where they decide to bury all the deaths, like Cuomo's deaths. So you don't even know how many died. You don't know anything. All you know is like in your own neighborhood some people are missing 
When you start driving down the street in your cities and you notice no traffic, hello? You notice the traffic is thinned. There just isn't traffic. And you wonder, well, where is all the cars? You know, you might want to think about uh, the vaccines. How many actually did die from it? This one guy, Dr. Sean Brooks, who's a PhD from uh, Oxford, uh, Ohio. He got his PhD in the field of education. He sat there and gave them a five-minute talk. And basically, he said, millions have already died. He said millions. I'm like, whoa, I'd like to know where he's getting that, wouldn't you? Don't think he, I don't think he lied. I think he has some information that we don't have. He said millions. Did he say millions? Did he say millions, Trish? Trish, did he say millions? What? I thought he said they died. Well, whatever, he's, he's, he's obviously made a bold statement there. He goes, you know why? Because it snaps, it snaps your RNA so you can no longer produce you know, any antibodies to anything. The only way you can do it is by becoming, he said, the thing that makes you a human has been snapped, it's gone. You're no longer a human. They broke that. They broke the RNA in your body. They replaced it with a digital, a digital version. They made you a bio-digital nexus point. They made you an antenna. They made it so silverware will stick to your arm. <laughs> Dead man walking. So... No, I don't laugh because it's funny. I, I only do that because it's so frustrating. Yeah, frustrating. I'm frustrated. Didn't we have enough warning before the, the thing came out? Didn't we have enough warning? Did we have enough information? Yes. Did we understand about mRNA? Yes. Did we understand about the what happened to the ferrets and the mice? Yes. Do we understand it was never tested on human, it never had human trials. It was never tested on human beings. But the animals it was tested on, they all died. Did we have that information before it rolled out? Yes. Did we understand about this uh, infection? Did we understand about this infection, folks? Did we understand about the idea that the, 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 the jab could give you an infection that's worse than the, so you end up dying from the thing you're getting jabbed for. Did, did, did Fauci explain that adequately? Yes, he did. He, he spilled the beans. That they laid it all out for you. Why did Fauci spill the beans? Because he needs your consent. And he can't get it without having the information available to you first. Then if you say okay, you have now given consent, which they need to get your soul, okay? And I, 
Don't ask me how they take your soul. They just, they, they, they earn it. They take it if you give consent. And what do they do with souls? They use souls to create their worlds. Souls can do that. That's about all I can do. I, I, I can't... Uh, I, I don't see how we can get out of this mess, actually. Except I just got to give it all to the Lord. Lord, please protect each and every one. We plead the blood of Jesus on this podcast and on all the ears out there that are offended and rejoicing both. That they might learn the truth through you, Lord. That you could take it from here. The battle is yours, Lord. Lord, we ask you to take the battle to the enemy. To vanquish the enemy. And we're asking you to do this because it's too big for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Do you understand it's too big for us? This one's too big for us. Now, here's some good news, though. A little praise report. Number one. They're supposed to have us locked down by now. <laughs> Amen? Yay, God! Thank you, Lord, for not having us locked down right now. Th- thank you. So whatever whatever was going on, do more of that, folks. The Lord was being prayed, 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 prayed. Help, help, help. And right now, we are supposed to be, you know, locked down at hard and we're not. And this is now past that date. The date was supposed to be August 11th. I know the date. August 11th, we were supposed to be locked up. But they backed off. Why they back off? Because they said the rebellion in the land is too much. They're going to come after us. You know, there's only like 100 punks to get. You'd think 7 billion people could figure out how to get 100 punks. 100 guys that need to be brought up on charges before the Nuremberg uh, tribunals, right? Nuremberg tribunals, you all only have about 100 guys. We have all the, all the uh, you know, the governors and all the people that went along with it too. They all need to be tried as well. Of course, they won't be. 9-11 never got busted. Biden considers his exit from Afghanistan to be a success. And they, they've all said, we don't care about... Americans getting butchered there. We don't care, okay? This is not America anymore. We don't care about America. We're not American. Listen, Biden is not the president, you know, the, the, the commander-in-chief of America anymore. There is no American army anymore. America, for all intents and purposes, is gone. It got, you know, there was a coup d'etat, it got overthrown at the election. It's over. Now, you want it back? Okay, well, you know what to do. But it's gone. The guys that got it, who captured the flag, are not Americans. Biden's no American. He doesn't care about troops in Afghanistan or troops in, 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 in Southern California. He doesn't care. He would just as soon shoot all you people and not be going all every day begging you to take the jab. He'd rather stop that and, you know, get you people put it. But, you know, the, 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 the results of getting humans into the hive mind, hive mind, hive mind, invasion of the body snatchers, 
MK Ultra, it's total fruition under Nazis, Klaus Schwab, Zeke Heil. Are you getting it? So, non-compliance has gotten us at least to here. Now, we've got to pray for our Australian brothers and sisters that they would get the same, you know, that they would start learning the same things. I understand they're doing a magnificent job down there resisting the jab. You know, they understand it can kill them. So that's why they're under lockdown, because they won't take it. As soon as you people take the jab, we can come back to life as normal. So you have all these retards, you know, with billy clubs and guns with an IQ of 30 at best called the Australian Army, a completely useless bunch of morons that ought to be shipped off to their own islands. They go kill each other there who have no business being in Australia or New Zealand. And that woman down there, that, that, that horrible skinny woman they put on there. She is a complete totalitarian. I hope you understand that she would just as soon kill you. Yeah, 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 yeah. She needs, she needs, she needs to be, you know, you Australians know what you got to do there, right? You don't need me to tell you. I'm not going to say anything anyway that's going to get me in trouble right now. I'm already in enough trouble as it is. I mean, you know, hey, at least, at least, you know, I may have to stop the podcast. I don't know. It may come come to a point where I'm not sure I'm just doing any good. I, You know, everything to me seems so self-evident is my point. And I just feel like I'm not really... Huh? It was clear to all of us from the get-go, even before the get-go. Well, that's what I mean. I'm just repeating what I already know, and I just kind of not, you know, and, and I'm, I, you know, inserting here and there where I think, you know, God is involved and God's judgment is involved. You know, and a lot of people are saying that this is God's judgment in the world. This is right now. This is God's test. It's the same test of, you know, do you know Jesus? No, I never heard of him. It's that test, right? You want, you want uh, Jesus or Barabbas? Give us Barabbas. You want a murderer or do you want Jesus who did nothing wrong? Give us Barabbas. As it was before, it is again, you see. So God is trying to say, okay, here's the truth and here's the lie. Which side are you going to be on on this COVID thing, the truth or the lie? The information is all out there and published. It's all the white papers are published and also new papers are coming every day from doctors around the world. There are some that are praising the mRNA uh, vaccine as the best ticket to uh, global health while burying hundreds of thousands of people and keeping it out of the public eye so they never find out. But they have to find out because they're not allowed to manufacture consent. They need consent. So the public needs to know how many deaths there are. So when they choose the wrong thing, it's noted and recorded. 
a decision has been made. This is the valley of decision. The Lord is putting a decision before us. It's on us now. It's not on the government. Is the government you see right now is the government you've always had? They just kept it in the back room. That's all. So it's really on you. It's on me. What are we going to choose? The truth or the lie? The vaccine's great. Culture's great. TV's great. Netflix is great. All the movies are great. Everything's great. One big joyous Disneyland. My social credit score is great. I'm avoiding all those topics. Great. Listen, you check out that screenwriting, uh, you, you know, that, uh, that little club over there. And I, 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 I dare you to find any kind of comment of substance. There is one. There is one guy that said something like, the reason that you don't see any Christians at the Academy Awards is because Hollywood is all homosexual and they uh, hate Christians and they're all pagans. And so there's never going to be a Christian that's up for the Academy Award. And all these people ridiculed the kid as being sick. And the, the, the point of the matter is the kid said something 100% accurate. See? And they, all they, the response they could have is personally put him down. And was, I think it was a black kid too, which is, makes it even cooler. Now, I would extend that to say not only that, but also, you know, perceived politics. If they think you're a Christian, you know, no, because, you know, you're against uh, all their practices. Well, no, it's, uh, if you're sacrificing to Molech, uh, that's still, in my mind, illegal here in the United States. I wouldn't be down with the idea of sacrificing your firstborn to Molech for your personal, selfish, narcissistic power. What for? Wow. You know, what deliverance looks like to me is Jesus filling the hearts of people and uh, people realizing you don't have to live the way of the world. You can, you know, you don't have to live in the shadows. But if you do accept the Lord's grace on anything, then you don't flaunt it, be better off if you never had the grace. Yeah. Without God, I would have never gotten off drugs. Without God, I would have never, uh, you know, got my life kind of under control in a way. You know, without God, I would have never been able to uh, function really because I'd been discarded by the world. They left me for dead. They didn't care. They just wanted me gone, locked up, shut up, discredited. Dead, basically. They they had me dead for a long time. But God still cared. God cared even though nobody else cared. So. The world 
my buddies that you know end up running the studios and the you know moguls and all that. We all went to school together and used to go to movies together and all that stuff. You think they'd lift a finger if any of if me or anybody else wound up in the gutter? Well, I have uh, proof. No, they won't. They just soon see you in the gutter. Will they ever forgive you? No, they'll never forgive you either. Well, what will happen? You'll have a life outside their little club because why? It's because if they ever got caught, you know, they would they would hang. Because they're involved in the illegality in, in criminal activity. That's why. It's just that simple. The criminal cannot afford. Well, you know, it could be. Who knows any number of, of things. You know, money laundering, drug dealing, uh, human trafficking. I mean, you know, all of that. You know, human sacrifice. Uh, you, you know, uh, blood rituals. You know, hexes on people. Um, you know, um, cheating, uh, jury tampering. Um, does it stop anywhere? Listen, these people, these people are so unforgiving that, well, I don't think they're going to, you know, with Biden, I think they're going to have to, uh, you know, make a little bit of an exception just because of the fact that he knows where a lot of the, the bodies are buried and he's one of them, you know, he's stupid, you know what I mean, mentally, right? Kind of last in his class type of guy, works hard but can't get more than a D, you know, C, you know, B minus, C, D plus, you know, that kind of guy. So there's really nothing you can do He's just there as a puppet. And um, I don't know, it'll be interesting, but he's not going to have the same rules apply. When I say that once you get kicked out, you know, you become an outcast out of, um, you know, high society, which, of course, I'm, I'm writing a thing about high society right now. It's, it's uh, Yeah, I'm doing the banter, right? The kind of talking that I was telling you about. Yeah, because I can do it in a really funny way in dialogue that can you you guys will laugh your asses off. You know, it's 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 uh, well, you know, the 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 height of this kind of stuff is really in France, not so much in America. You talk about just grand perversion celebrated at the highest level. You you can't beat the chateaus of France and the aristocracy, <laughs> and that I've already written about that. Yeah, but you know, there's still a little time to revive my writing. You know, I couldn't, you know, New York has uh, made sure that I knew that my writing was so completely horrible and so, uh, so it, you know, maybe interesting and maybe genius even, but uh, it's not the kind of thing they want to hear. <laughs> and, you know, because all of them, People that own book publishing stores, you know, companies, they're wealthy too. They live out on the Hamptons, you know, and they're, it's all the same thing. It's all the, you know, it's, 
They want you to, you know, kowtow, right? And so you read, a, you know, I remember the late Vince Flynn. I used to like reading his, uh, his stories. And um, uh, what was it, American Assassin? I think, anyway, um, he had a very, you know, he, he had the corruption of the governance of the, of the world right, Tom Clancy did too. He was like the father of this. He had the corruption right. He had the government right. He had the guy going out and, you know, having to deal with stuff. And he had like the whole government divided into, you know, what level of corruption. Everyone was corrupt in a Vince Flynn book. And he like died at 40 something. You know what I mean? It, it was weird. Maybe you don't find that so weird that he was dead. Think he gave away too many secrets? Tom Clancy died too. You think that's because Clancy was in the CIA? Was Vince Flynn in the CIA? There was another guy, I can't stand him though. Um, who kind of took over for Vince Flynn, but you know, you read two pages of anything he wrote and it's like, yeah. I don't want to go back to fourth grade, please. Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and go now. I, I um, Think about that. You know, I, I don't want to bore anyone. I don't want to be, you know, repetitive. I need to move forward. We've had about three or four little nuggets here today of, of just, you know, getting back to the ultimate truth, which is it's about our souls and it's about our relationship with God. You know what I mean? Whether you're going to hide that under a bushel basket are you going to be bold with your faith? Or bold in your quest for freedom? I noticed that Gina Carano that got kicked out of Disney, she's got a big spread out there in a, you know, almost like a, it's like a, you know, glamorous kind of, you know, uh, you know, lingerie kind of magazine type thing. I, I really, you know, don't know much about it, but she looked great. And, uh, she, she she on the cover she says it says you know, one woman's quest for freedom and i like that the fact that she's out there saying she is a she's out there boldly saying she's a patriot and she's for freedom now that's all it takes right there and she's a big movie star she's going to be starring in the um well inside uh inside here uh, it's already been announced on deadline but uh Gina Carano is going to be in the uh, starring in this. Uh, any of you remember the 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 the, the famous and even remade uh, classic horror film, The Hitcher? Eric Red wrote that. He also wrote Near Dark, both of which are great movies. And uh, then they remade The Hitcher, not so good with Sean Bean. It uh, wasn't quite as good uh, as with uh, the cast it had before. And and. Um, but anyway, it was a great movie you know, with Rutger Hauer and C. Thomas Howell, I believe. It was great. It was really great. Man, I just, I've seen it about five times. Well, so Eric Rudd wrote a book about, you know, uh, it's a revenge story involving a truck, a you know, mysterious truck and harassment on the road, and then I think killing some loved ones. I don't know exactly who. I've, I don't have the book. And um, it was by Eric Red, and he's coming back to write a screenplay. 
of the novel uh, for um, Gina Carano to star in is being produced by, uh, you know, financed and uh, by Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire. And it'll be produced by Dallas Sonier, whose uh, last one was Run, Hide, Fight, a totally politically incorrect, great movie, by the way. Totally recommend it. And um, Tony Timpone, who's, uh, you know, both of these guys were with Fangoria, which, you know, when I, back in my day, when I was younger, they did, you know, articles on Me Too in Fangoria. And it was mainly a horror thing. But so, so I suppose this is going to fit a little bit into the horror space with this mysterious truck. And so Tony Timpone was uh, the head of Fangoria and some prominent festivals, and he's been a help to us. And I think I've known him for a long time. I just, he, he looks really young, which is kind of weird. But anyway, and um, so Tony's on board. I don't know if he's going to be co producing with Dallas Sonia. I guess so. So it's him and Dallas. And her for the Ben Shapiro Network, which means it's going to premiere probably in theaters, in you know, probably festivals, theaters, you know, visible things like that. But also, to see it, you'll have to get uh, go through Ben Shapiro's site. Now that's what I did to, to watch Run Hide Fight, and it's like the best movie I saw last year. You know, a little movie, not a big, not a big deal, but just perfectly done. And so for those, I'm not here to just rag on movies. I mean, if it's good, you're going to hear it from me. You're going to get a recommendation. So I highly recommend it. And I think now it's out in other places. But, you know, people slam it because it's pro-gun. You know, if, you're, if a guy is shooting up the school, you might have to fight back with a gun, as what happens here. And um, great acting, too, by the, the girl that was in it. Fantastic. And uh, Thomas Jane, a great veteran actor that we've known for uh, 20 years or something, he plays the father of the woman. Well, she's a woman, but she plays a high school girl, but she's older than that. Anyway, great movie if you don't have anything to see. And, um, and I guarantee you, no punches pulled, right? I'm the only one that's actually seen it because I had to go to you know, I, I I had to go to that uh, to Ben's site and sign up, which I was happy to do. There's some good articles there. I don't agree with Ben Shapiro and everything. I don't agree with half the people over there, but I don't shun them because they're not approved of by MSNBC or by they call it conservative. I'm not a conservative, and I'm not a liberal, and maybe I'm more libertarian. I don't really actually know. I'm not going to analyze it. You know, but I haven't been all rah rah America, you know, and or coming up with stories about the nine eleven or anything else. I've been just as, you know, when I started out with with the with the vaccine thing, and I realized I hadn't done it. Most of the people around me were liberals. I was standing with the liberals against the vaccines. I don't know what's happened where now the liberals are for vaccines and the conservatives are against. It. I'm not involved in any of that. I do my own thinking. But, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Ben Shapiro's commentary. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's got his position mapped out. You can easily see it. He's going to defend, um, you know, the no abortion, you know, uh, stance. He's going to defend the Constitution. 
and the rule of law and and rule under limited government and 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 you know fiscal responsibility he's going to he's going to be on those points but i don't agree with every point he says like the january 6 people that uh, protested and what a bunch of babies in, in washington huh who protested and uh, he says they should rot in jail when they didn't if they didn't do anything even if they were just on the steps even if they're just standing there at the trump rally no, I, I know that. I understand he's not a nice guy, but he's, you know, I, I'd rather make a film for him than one for uh, Netflix, okay? Because he's not curbing, you know, the Gina Carano thing. I mean, that's total freedom right there. That's the way films used to be. And that will be an epic. I mean, I can't wait for that one to come out. Oh, boy. And she's big. She's sexy, though. And yet she's an MMA fighter. You know, I mean, she's really got a lot of charisma, of talent. And, and uh, I just think for physical acting, like doing, you know, just climbing on the truck and getting all bloody and trying to get the guy, you know, and get revenge on the truck. I just think that sounds great. So, so you know, I'm sorry. There's a dearth of product. There's only a few movies out there. But, you know, I'm telling you, that yeah, you know the everything I've said today was the truth. Cannot be cannot be argued with because I mean if you'd say well, the vaccines are safe and effective, I can show you hundreds, not thousands of articles and statistics that show that many people are dead, many people have been maimed, and and, and permanently hurt by taking the vaccine. To which, if that had ever happened in the past, it would have been canceled and they would have had to start over again. And also, I'm perfectly within my right of saying this, 100%. It was never tested on humans. We are the test now. Now we're the guinea pigs. Okay, that's a 100% true statement. No one can argue with that, yet they all lie. I'm sick of it. I'm completely sick of it. I mean... If the whole goal here is to take the country away, just take it away if you can. If not, leave us alone. But don't do this torturous crap of just killing people by the inch, by the by this millimeter. Little by little, just pure sadism. Pure sadism. And they know full well what their little remedies are going to do to you. They've got them in the sky. They spray them on you. They put them in the ground. They put it in the water. Soft kill weapons. Another topic. All right. Let's get to the uh, to the end here. God bless you. And um, I don't know that there's any way out of being somewhat frustrated in this situation. I. My frustration comes from my fellow Americans who are refusing to look at the truth.
of now. No strength.